Learn about the strides female entrepreneurs of color are making. Be inspired by their story and enlightened by their leadership insight and advice. Welcome to She Leads Podcast, Season 5, Episode 12. I'm your host, Nicole Walker, a mother, businesswoman, and leader. Our guest for today is Shireen Rivera. Since birth, poet Shireen Rivera has had to overcome hurdles that have tested her strength both physically and mentally. She was born to homeless, mentally ill, and addicted parents. Thankfully, God's undying mercy came forth in her life, and with it, Shireen's grandparents were given the strength to raise her in a home of love. Although she was safe with her grandparents, life still had more heartache to throw on her path. Shireen married young into an abusive marriage, and not long after, the abuse escalated. The births of her two children, however, was more than enough encouragement to end her marriage and start a new life. For years, Shireen felt like her vulnerability was her greatest weakness. However, through bringing all of her insecurities, fears, and doubts to the surface, she has not only grown as a woman and mother, but has also helped other women to do the same through her poetry, writing, and story of survival. Shireen is on a never-ending mission to show other women who have faced similar trouble that they are not alone, and it is possible to start anew just as she has done. Without further ado, Leadership Empowerment with Shireen Rivera. Okay, so Shireen, welcome to She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. We appreciate you blessing us with your insight today. Thank you for having me, Nicole. I really appreciate you extending the invitation. You're welcome. So I read your bio, and I want to say kudos to you for facing and rising above the adversities in your life and also turning your vulnerabilities into your strength by being transparent in an effort to help yourself as well as help others. I think that's really awesome. And I know it's definitely not something easy to do. So kudos to you for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. So are you ready to talk about leadership? I am. (laughs) All right. So I myself feel that every person is a leader in one shape or form, whether they realize it or not. Would you agree, Shereen? I would definitely agree. And can you tell us why you feel this way? I feel that each and every one of us has greatness that God gave us inside. And it's just our duty to tap into it. And once we tap into it, that is where we find our strength as a leader. Okay. I like that. And I do agree that once we tap into our uniqueness of what we have is definitely when we can shine the way we're supposed to. Yes. Okay. So can you tell us when you realized you were a leader and what or who helped you to come to this realization? You know, I never perceived myself as a leader. Mm -hmm. I think that I always had that innate quality, though, all of my life. Even as a child, um, I was given a lot of responsibilities from my grandparents who ended up getting custody of me. But I forgot that part of myself in my marriage because I allowed myself to tolerate a lot of abuse. And so I lost that part of me. And it wasn't until I left my marriage and I 
decided to come out and tell my story with the intent to help other women that I remembered that part of myself. And it was by remembering that I am a leader, that I was able to lead my children and my family in a different direction. Stedman Graham, Oprah's partner, has a motto that you cannot lead until you can lead yourself. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that it is not until you find who you are and you lead yourself in the direction that you know you're supposed to be on. That is when you can lead other people. Okay. Thank you for that. I love that. And that is like so similar to my story where I was even like raised by my grandmother until I was in the third grade and, you know, exhibited all these leadership capabilities. But I also was in a, mine was more mentally and emotionally abusive, not physically, but I was in an abusive marriage for 12 years and I lost myself. I lost that leadership ability. And as I got divorced and started coming out of that, I found it again. So I just, I can totally relate to what you're saying. So thanks for sharing. And I think just really any person that, survives trauma, you know, survives mental abuse, physical, verbal, emotional, that's all traumatic experiences. And I think that when you go through those experiences, everybody loses a part of themselves. It's Mm -hmm. not until you get out of it in a different environment and you start healing that you, you could find yourself again. It is possible. Yes. Thank you for that. Okay, so in my upcoming book, The Code of Leadership, The If-Then Process, I outline my experiences and lessons that have helped me to become a better leader with the intention of helping others do the same. Shireen, can you share what you would consider to be your code of leadership and why? My code of leadership is always lead with vulnerability. I believe vulnerability is a true power because a lot of people cannot do that. A lot of people try to lead with this persona, this mask that they imagine a leader has, right? Of someone who doesn't have emotion, maybe someone who's tough and calloused. But I believe that true leadership is out of vulnerability because that is where you're able to have people connect with you and know that you're being authentic and genuine. Okay. Thank you. And I do agree with you. And I I will say that it's not easy, like you said, to be vulnerable, to put yourself out there, to lay it all on the line. It's a very, it can be a very unsure and scary place. Yeah. To expose all your raw edges that may still be open and bleeding, you know, you may still be healing, but to expose all of that, it's scary. But when you're going through it and you're exposing yourself, it's an act of self-trust that you're trusting yourself that no matter who's judging you, who's looking at you, that you know your heart, you know your intent, and you're doing it for the right reasons. And I think that, you know, putting that energy out into the world, that's when you you really connect with people in that manner. Okay. Thanks for that. I like that. And I I agree with you. And I never thought of that. That is self-trust, right? Like what you said is it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks as long as you're doing it for the right reason. So that was a great point. My whole life changed when I was able to take on that mindset, you know, because for so long, 
everything that I did was with the intent of trying to please somebody else or doing it to, to sway somebody to think differently about me. And really you can never come to self-fulfillment when you're living in that way. You have to live in the way to do whatever serves you, whatever serves your soul, whatever is in alignment with you. And it shouldn't matter what people say, people think, as long as you know your heart and you know your intent, you know, it's very, and part of being a leader too, is learning to listen. Really, you know, my business, my writing service business is called Rising Above Writing Services. And it wasn't until I took on the role as a ghostwriter that I was able to sharpen my listening skills. Mm -hmm. And I realized that part of being a leader is really stepping out of the self zone and opening your mind to hearing what other people have to say and having an opened mind to it to see what parts you can apply to your own life. Okay. Thank you. I love that. And I, you know what I love, like what you said, cause I can relate to that where like we get into these businesses or ventures and to me, like you get into it for whatever reason, but I don't know if you knew for sure that ghostwriting would help you learn to listen better. You know, like I love how like all the dots connect Yes, when we yes. kind of put ourselves out there and walk in our given path. Oh, I truly believe that everything we go through, every job, meaningless job that you think is meaningless, everything has a purpose. And I give this analogy to my clients that our life is like a big, beautiful puzzle and it can never be complete without all of the small pieces fitting in their spot. You know, and that's exactly how life is. Everything that you're going through serves a purpose in the big picture. Yes. Okay. Thank you. So I believe all leaders experience failure. I myself, I don't like to consider them failures. I like to consider them lessons. Take more of an optimistic view. Yes. (laughs) But Sheree, can (laughs) can you share your view on failure and what it means to you? You fail your way to success. You know, you fail forward, you learn what works, what doesn't work, what's for you, what's not for you. And that's the only way that you really find your way to success. You know, I mean, I don't think anybody would really appreciate success until they've experienced failure, you know, and it's just part of the game. It's part of the process. Okay. Thank you for that. I do agree that it helps you to appreciate success, which can seem like an oxymoron, but in all essence, it does. Yeah. Okay. So, Shireen, can you share one time you failed as a leader and tell us oh, what you I learned can... from that experience? <laughs> oh, you? I can share many times. <laughs> uh, yes, I can relate. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to start with my first book, Raw Confessions of Heartache to Healing, My Journey to Empowerment. So writing that book and designing the cover, I spent so much time on the smallest, meaningless details of everything, thinking that it would make a difference. Instead of just taking action, I overthought everything. And because I put so much energy into the details, I thought, oh my God, it's going to be such a successful book, right? (laughs) <laughs> well, all authors know that, you know, it doesn't end with the book being done and releasing it, you know, and then there's crickets. It's like, what's going on? So I released my book thinking, oh my God, everybody's going to buy this book and nothing, 
you know, I didn't get sales for the first, like maybe one or two books sold. And I realized that what is important is not the details. What is important as an author is your positioning yourself and marketing yourself appropriately and getting yourself out there in the community. You know, so for the first six months of becoming an author, I really felt like a failure. Nobody in my family bought my book. Very little friends bought my book. I mean, I got very little sales on Amazon and here I was, you know, being completely vulnerable to the world, sharing my poems every day and nobody was buying my book. Mm -hmm. But, you know, through the steps that I took, I really learned what works. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you for that. I love that. And I felt like you were speaking specifically to me. I'll just say, you know, I think you're talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just talking to, you know, anybody, because I deal with people that are writing books all the time, new authors, and, you know, it's exciting and it's scary releasing your book and you think everybody's going to buy it, you know, the first day it's out. But I really learned that it's the momentum that you create before and it's marketing yourself appropriately and reaching out to other people in the same field as you and finding out how they got sales because, you know, there's no point to rework what works how do they say remake the wheel? There's no reason to do that. So if somebody already has a method of what works and that expertise, it's important to find that out. Okay. Thank you. Yes. I love that. And that is great advice. Create the momentum needed, position yourself, market yourself and get yourself out into the community and stop overthinking. Thank you. Yes. And setting dates. I believe that is so important to set dates and put it out in the universe and announce it on social media because it holds you accountable to it. That way, you know, you stop procrastinating and putting it off and, you know, becoming an author is still just a dream without a date. Yes. Okay. All right. So Shireen, do you feel it's easier, harder, or requires the same effort to be a female leader in the entrepreneur ecosystem and why? I believe I honestly wouldn't know if it's harder than other people because I'm a woman and I've been a woman my whole life. But from what I've recognized, you know, I've always been a businesswoman. I worked in the corporate world. I now that I'm an entrepreneur, I can see the different struggles that women have compared to men. So based on what I see, I think that we do have it harder. But I also think that we have so much more opportunity than women did 5, 10, 15 years ago. And with that opportunity, I see so many more doors being open for women and really a community and a momentum, a wave of connection between women that I really have never seen before. I think that women are supporting each other in a whole different way these days that is so encouraging and empowering to me. Yes, thank you for that. I do agree. And I do think it's very exciting times. And it's so awesome to see this change, just like you said. So, Yes. Um, And I see women like myself who are using their platforms, their businesses as a platform to bring other women up. Just a little bit 
you know, the way that I'm doing it with my business, my business is called Rising Above Writing Services. And I have now extended it to do contract work for, you know, designing book covers and editing with other women that are coming out or, you know, trying to get their way out of a domestic abusive relationship. So it's a a group of women that I do contract work with that are writing to rise above. And like myself, I know so many other women that are using their businesses to leverage change and for women. Okay. Thanks for that. I love that. So that's in essence, like a social entrepreneurship, right? Cause you're, yeah, yeah I love that. I love that. Okay. So productivity is a hot topic right now as it should be. Many people want to know how to do more with less and be efficient. As a successful leader, this is a must. Shireen, do you have any productivity tips to share with our listeners? Outsource everything that you can. Yes. (laughs) So that you could focus on what matters. And I'm talking about, you know, as a single mom, I take care of my grandma. I, you know, as... (laughs) You're doing everything, outsource everything you can from your house cleaning, you know, online grocery shopping, like anything that you can have somebody else take on so you don't have to worry about it. The more that you can get done and focus on your niche and really zone in on giving the best service and value that you can. Okay. Thank you for that. And I do agree. And again, you're talking to me because this is something that I know, but yet it can be hard to let go. It is. Yeah, it really can. You know, even though you know you need it and you want it and you're willing to pay for it. But I don't know. It's just something. And I'm talking to myself personally, what I've been dealing with for whatever reason that let go part. It's like I could research people. I could, you know, everything else will be in a row. I'll be the first one to put my hand up and say, I am a control freak. I am a control freak. (laughs) I want to do everything because I know that when I do it, I do it the best and I know how it gets done. Right. And like my, I had house cleaners come to my house and, you know, I'm very particular about how I want my dishes put away, how I want like things done. And I have to learn to let it go because what really matters is what I'm doing, you know? So I understand the struggle. (laughs) Okay. All right. So note to self, let it go. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. So Shireen, can you share an experience that blessed your leadership and tell us about the outcome or the takeaway that you learned? Yeah, definitely. So last year I was working a full-time job in Palo Alto. I live in San Jose. That's a 30 mile commute. It was three hours every day that I commuted to this law firm. Wow. And I have two babies. Every day was stressful chaos, trying to figure out who's going to get the kids. I spent like literally two and a half hours with my kids every day, trying to get everything done. By the time I got home, I was just a basket case full of stress, trying to work on my business, work full time, do that. And I was about to give up. I was like, you know, I'm just going to find another job local. I'm going to give up my business. You know, nothing seems to be working. I'm not really getting any clients. I have this one client. Like, I'm not making book sales. I was just really feeling down. And I was introduced to a business coach. Her name was Chandra Brooks. And she gave me an opportunity to enter her Powerhouse Academy. And 
I didn't think I could afford it. I was like, oh, I can't afford this. I'm a single mom. It was Christmas time. You know, I had every excuse in the world. But I really prayed on it and I found a way to do it. I mean, I took out money for my 401k. I got my job to sponsor the rest of it. And I took the Powerhouse Academy and it was literally a game changer for me. I learned all the strategies that I needed to leverage my business, to make moves in the community, to get myself known, to make the connections that I needed to make. And everything just kind of went from there. And so... You know, that is one experience that changed my life as a leader. Okay. I love that. And Chandra was on She Leads podcast as well. I want to say she's on my second season. And I have seen her Powerhouse Academy. And I I love that. I'm actually thinking of joining myself. So you just might have gave me an extra push. Yeah. It will change your life. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, Shireen, can you offer our listeners the best advice you have as a leader? or have ever received from a leader and tell us how you've implemented it into your life? So the best advice that I have received and I have really come to terms with in myself is you need to live what you preach. You need to embody your message, embody what you're standing for, because you can be out there talking about something, writing about something, standing for something. But if you're not fully living it, that will reflect in your energy that will reflect in the people that you attract into your life and people perceiving you and the clients that you get. And so it is so important to really embody what you are standing for, what you're trying to stand for. Okay. Thank you for that. So I guess a paraphrase in my head is like, walk the walk. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Walk the walk. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, you know, because you're holding yourself to a whole new level. And when you start being recognized as a leader, people hold you, self, you to a whole new level. And you have to really take that as an honor and take that into consideration with everything that you're doing. You no longer can live the old self. You know, you have to step into your new self. Okay. And I like what you said as take it as an honor, right? Because for some yes. people, they can look at that as a burden or, you know, no, something to that effect. But I love that. I love that mindset. Yeah, it is an honor. You know, I get stressed out sometimes in my business and I'm like, oh my God, I have to wake up at 4 a.m. But then I turn that around. I'm like, you know what? Two years ago, I was wishing for these problems. Yeah, I was wishing for this. So I'm going to get up at 4 a.m. with a smile on my face. Love it. Wow. 4 a.m. Yes. You're a superhero. 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do what you have to do. <laughs> yes. You're right. You're right. I love that. Okay. So, Shireen, you made it to the finish line. How do you feel? Well, I feel very appreciative and honored that you had me on and knowing that Chandra's been on. I'm like, oh my God. Yes. But yes. Yes. I feel very honored. So, thank you. You're welcome. And I want to thank you again for being our guest on She Leads Podcast, Leadership Empowerment for Women of Color. But before we part, do you want to give our listeners your contact information or mention any events, products, services, and or ventures that they will benefit from knowing about? Of course. So I would like to mention that my new book to love again was just newly released today on Amazon. It's on sale for 99 cents for a while. So if you could support me, 
You can reach me through my website at www.shereenrivera.com. That's S-H-A-R-E-E-N, Rivera.com, where you can learn more about my writing services business and all of the ventures that I'm into. I do have an upcoming TV show called Rising Above with Shereen Rivera that will be featured on Comcast, Fire Stick, and Roku. And I will be taking on applications for guests for my TV show. So visit my website to learn more. Okay. Well, thank you again. We appreciate your insight today. Thank you for having me, Nicole. You're welcome. enjoyed this interview with Shireen, and I hope you did as well. I agree with Shireen's suggestion to release control and seek the help we need to achieve our goals. As Shireen mentioned, it can be difficult to let go, especially when we know what we want and how we want it. However, if we desire to achieve more, we must place our focus on the things we do best and outsource the rest. Having the ability to accomplish a task does not mean that this is where we should be putting our efforts. Understanding what's really important, making the necessary decisions to let go where needed, and choosing to focus on our gifts and passions is how we can live a fulfilled life. A quote by Naval Ravikant reads, most of life is a search for who and what needs you most. I admire Shireen's decision to add an element of social entrepreneurship to her business by hiring other women who have overcome domestic violence. Shireen's choice to use her business as a platform to elevate other women is a selfless act. Leaders reach back and pull others up, and Shireen is definitely exhibiting her leadership skills by doing just that. Shireen discussed how times are changing and women are supporting each other like never before, which is awesome to see and amazing to be a part of. A quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. reads, life's most persistent and urgent question is, what are you doing for others? I can relate to Shireen's experience with losing herself in her marriage and forgetting who she was as I experienced the same. What I found most interesting about losing myself, I didn't realize I lost myself until I started to find myself again. Love can be a beautiful thing in a nurturing environment. Then unfortunately, it can be dangerous when broken people decide to connect. It is extremely important that we continue to love and nurture ourselves while also loving those around us. If we forget to include ourselves in this equation, then we allow ourselves to live unhealthy lives. A quote by Ernest Hemingway reads, the most painful thing is losing yourself in the process of loving someone too much and forgetting that you are special too. Nicole Walker's takeaway for this week. Shireen mentioned how being vulnerable makes us better leaders. Accepting the fact that we will never please everyone provides the courage we need to be our unapologetic selves. We must focus on our intentions and follow our hearts and avoid trying to fit into a mold that does not suit us. This is how we live our best lives. 
I would make it my business to not worry about what others think because I want to attract the people that love me for me. I aim to live a life of freedom while having genuine connections with those around me. And I will continue to remind myself that being vulnerable is how I can make this happen. A quote by Michelle Obama reads, I have learned that as long as I hold fast to my beliefs and values and follow my own moral compass, then the only expectations I need to live up to are my own. And now we have Nicole Walker's Leadership Challenge of the Week. My leadership challenge for you would be to think about the one thing that you can take away from this episode and adopt into your life. I know it's hard to absorb too much information at one time, and it's even harder to try and implement too many changes at once. When I attend a training or listen to podcasts, I aim to walk away with at least one thing that stuck out to me and one way that I can change as a result. I challenge you to do the same. Don't forget to subscribe to She Leads Podcast for first access to future episodes. And also like and share this episode of She Leads Podcast entitled Embody Your Message with Shireen Rivera. Thanks. And until next time, be empowered and empower on.